0: Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com.
1: Welcome back to Orange Nation. Paulie, Steve with you, our artist of the day. Weezer, Undone, the sweater song. Uh, this goes into uh, the... The category of great songs that have words in parentheses, Steve. Yes, keeps the theory alive. All right, let's go to our guest
0: line. Bring on our uh, final guest today. Uh, he is the longtime voice of the Georgetown Hoyas. Uh, we're <laughs> waiting on Rich Shavakin I guess we, we do not
1: have him just yet. So we'll uh... seven days till a uh, kid from Kid and Play joins us. Yeah, the right. countdown is on. Yes, right now we're gonna, every day we're going to make an announcement. Don't be shocked if X steals this idea and has play on his show later in the week. Why can't we get them both? Beggars can't be choosers. Who'd you reach out to? You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. You, I don't let my secrets out. I, I book, can't reveal your sources. I booked one of Kid and Play, and you're welcome. No, I love it. I so think it's, it's great. I've got to get, start asking questions. Okay. Uh,
0: well, you can think about those questions. Uh, we uh, we are now pleased to be joined by the longtime voice of the Georgetown Hoyas, Rich Shavotkin, uh, on with us. Uh, Rich, thanks so much for coming on. How are you today?
2: Well, I'm fine. I'm uh, obviously getting ready to get, uh, head up to Syracuse. Looking forward to uh, another story, Georgetown-Syracuse rivalry. I hope it's not the last one. I hope that um, Jimmy and Pat can decide that uh, this has been good for college basketball, good for the old Big East rivals, and that... Hopefully
0: we can play again. Yeah, and you know, along those lines, we've talked a lot about that the last couple of days, Rich. Uh, you know that this rivalry certainly isn't what it used to be, um, but it, it is fun to see Georgetown on the schedule for SU fans, and I would assume vice versa. Uh, why, why, in your opinion, is this game so important? Uh, you know, for it to to continue, even uh, even though these two teams aren't in the same conference anymore. Well,
2: you know, it's not a rivalry like Army Navy or North Carolina and and Duke, but but it is a rivalry that we started way back in the late 70s. I remember the first game we played Syracuse that I broadcast back in 1974 at the Old War Memorial Auditorium in Rochester. And that was my first exposure to Syracuse. And then, of course, you know, the closing of Manly Steelhouse, the starting of the Big East Conference, and the stored rivalry, you know, between Patrick Ewing, Pearl Washington, Thompson, and Bayheim, the great Sunday afternoon matchups at the Carrier Dome. And, and I think that that rivalry has lasted like almost 40 years. And I would hope that it would continue because I, th- I just think it's good for college basketball. Even though Syracuse is in the ACC, Georgetown's Big e, I still believe that people still want to see good college basketball. And that has been a good rivalry over the course of time.
0: Yeah, and they've played uh, some good games of late. And, you know, last year Syracuse led by double digits at the half. Georgetown came back, uh, beat them uh, 79-74. And and as you said, the next installment comes tomorrow inside the Dome. Uh, Tell us about this Georgetown team. You know, ten games in, five and five, kind of mixed reviews so far. I know they've got a lot of new players. Uh, What can you tell us about this Georgetown team?
2: Well, that's exactly right. It's been a lot of new players trying to blend the – you know, the newcomers, he starts five new. In fact, Kutus uh, Wahab, as you well know, was here two years ago, transferred to Maryland, came back uh, you know, to, to join Patrick Ewing. But, you know, again, people will say, well, it's still a work in progress. Well, it is. It's only ten games. And uh, they had a big win over Siena, which was nice to get back on a winning note after losing to Texas Tech and then, of course, to South Carolina in a heartbreaker on the last second three in overtime. But they have a, a great perimeter game. Primo Spears, Brandon Murray, as well as Jay Heath. I mean, that's been the staple of Georgetown's team. They're averaging 16, 15, and 14 per game. So most of their scoring comes to the perimeter. If they can get any kind of scoring and rebounding from Caduceus Wahab, he had a double-double last game in the win over Siena, as well as a cook-a-cook, a cook, they'll have a balanced scoring attack, and, and and teams just won't be able to key on the perimeter. So I think that's going to be really important tomorrow that Georgetown gets a balanced scoring attack there, not turn it over in Jimmy's you know, 2-3 zone and, and his ball pressure in the half court. And then the rebounding, I think, is going to be a real, real key tomorrow, how well they can control Jesse Edwards and how well they can control the front line of Syracuse and not let Joe Girard go off.
0: You know, we had uh, Jim Bayham on the show yesterday, uh, and we've talked with a couple of the assistant coaches in the, in the last 24 hours, and, and they all kind of said the same thing about Georgetown, that the 5-5 five and five record does not indicate how much talent is on this roster. And, you know, Jim Bayham said yesterday they've got more talent than they've had in in, in a while there. W- w- would you agree with that, Rich, that this is a talent-rich roster has, this year?
2: Well, in, in fact, when I talked to Patrick Ewing in the, in the recent pregame show, we talked about, you know, getting scoring and from all five guys. And he said, you know, I, there's a lot of talent on this roster. And there is. I mean, Brandon Murray was an SEC all-freshman team member. Jay Heath has played at uh, high-level college basketball, transferring from Boston College in Arizona State. Now, Primo Spears was one of the mainstays for Duquesne last year. So, you know, they, their perimeter game is good. Kadus Wahab, you know what he can do. Two years ago, he was an all-tournament team member in, in Georgetown's winning the Big East Tournament. So, and the cook of cook, when he's healthy... You know, he may not score a whole lot, but he sure does rebound and he sure does block shots. So they have a lot of weapons. Where they're hurting a little bit is getting deep into the bench. You know, they're playing five guys, you know, 35, 40 minutes a game, and that that wears you down. So, But I think Jimmy Bayham is right. I I think Georgetown has a lot of weapons. The thing is, can they sustain it over 40 minutes? Their Achilles heel has been, they played a great first half and then let it slip away late in the ballgame. So that's going to be really key tomorrow. Can you play? A game like that at that level for 40 minutes.
0: What is, uh, I guess, how is, is Patrick Ewing viewed these days down there in Washington, D.C.? He was obviously, a, you know, a legend. Uh, he comes back and, and things haven't gone all that well in, in recent years. Uh, you know, didn't win a Big East game last year and, and off to a 5-5 five and five start this year. How, how is he viewed among the fan base down there?
2: Well, you know, obviously, the, the, the bottom line is you have to win. So so people get very nervous when you don't win. I think Patrick is coaching as best he can. I think he's trying to blend this year's talent. I think he's trying to get the program back to where it was when he was a great player and where it's been over you know, the last couple of years before this recent slide. So I, I know he, the big fella is trying as hard as he can. And I think this game tomorrow will be a real test to see how far they've come. I mean, the win over Siena was good. But then now you got to play Syracuse, a very tough team, because Big East plays next week. I mean, Georgetown starts at against Xavier next Friday night, and then they go to UConn. I mean, so they they have two major contests right out of the gate in the Big East. And as you well know, they didn't win a game last year in conference play. So, you know, the pressure's on, Patrick, I'm sure. Let's be real and, and let's call it what it is. I mean, you, you, you can't have another season like 0-19. So he understands that. I think everybody... And, and, and the players understand that. And I just hope they don't feel too much of the pressure by saying, no, we got to get some Big East Conference wins. we got to get them early. All
0: right, so Georgetown, 5-5 five and five through 10 games. Syracuse, 5-4. and four. Uh, They've played nine games. What are your uh, overall impressions of the Orange as you get ready to call this game?
2: Well, my overall impressions of the Orange, I think there are several things. One, obviously, Jesse Edwards is playing at a very high level. You know, he's a double-double man. He's good on the interior. You know, he rebounds the basketball. I think Joe Girard and, and, and Judah Mintz can control the backcourt. You know, it, it depends on what they get out of Benny Williams, what they get out of Chris Bell, what they get out of Justin Taylor. You know, uh, Ajax I think, can, can give them a few minutes. He, he played well the last ballgame. So, but I think, I think most of the concern that Georgetown would have is controlling Edwards on the interior and not let Joe Girard just spot up and start burying threes right and left. So, you know, and again, how well Georgetown can play against the zone.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, you alluded to a lot of it right there, but my last question for you, Rich, is, you know, keys to this game tomorrow. And, and, and again, I know you touched on some of them there, but what does this game uh, tomorrow come down to in your opinion?
2: Well, I think, obviously, you know, anytime you look at a basketball game, and Patrick Ewing will every game we'll be talking, the pregame show, he says, Rich, rebounding, not turning the ball over, good shot selection. So that That's going to be key, how well Georgetown rebounds the basketball. They've been out rebounding most of their games this year. Second chance points, especially offensive rebounding is going to be critical, not turning the ball over. And then I think another factor is how well Georgetown can play against that 2-3 zone. They, they have not seen a zone like that this year. Most of the teams they've played have been man-to-man. And you know how tough Jimmy's zone is. you got those long, lengthy guys like, like Benny Williams and, and, and Jesse Edwards. and So so I, I think that, uh, that's going to be a real test, like anything. You've got to execute. you got to take care of the basketball.
0: All right, Rich. Uh, it, safe travels up here. Uh, enjoy your time back in the Dome. And, and as you said, hopefully uh, it's not the last time. Hopefully this uh, this well,
2: series will continue into the future. You know, I've, I've known Jimmy Boeheim a long time and, and grew up with Jerry McNamara's uh, uncle. So I, I, I know some of the Syracuse contingency, and I, I always hope and pray that they'll resurrect this thing for one more year.
0: All right, Rich. Uh, great stuff as always. Uh, appreciate it. Take care. Thanks,
2: guys, for having me. Have a
0: good afternoon. Yeah, have
1: a good time in the 315 when you're here, Rich. All right, Rich.
0: Uh, There he is, the voice of the Georgetown Hoyas, Rich Shavotkin. And uh, with that, we'll take a timeout. 315-437-7644. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.